Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. This week on Foamcast Radio, I'm on vacation. If you're listening to this episode on Thursday the 13th, I'm currently on my honeymoon. Instead of just taking the week off entirely, I've gone ahead and pre-recorded an interview for you, but this episode won't include any of the normal news or events. But don't worry, on the 20th, I'll get you all caught up on the latest Stratcom and Battlespace Intel. Enjoy the interview right after this quick word from our sponsors, and I'll talk to you next week. Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Flux Sunglasses. These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV protected, and ridiculously affordable. For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com slash flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code FOAMCAST to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, this week I am super excited to be talking to Bethany Fields from Weekend Survival Challenge. Bethany, how are you doing today? Doing great. All right, so your event is something that I actually discovered while looking around on Instagram, and I asked for more information, and I got really intrigued about it, and that's why I asked you to come on the show today. And so um, for anyone who has never heard of you before, what exactly is the Weekend Survival Challenge? So the Weekend Survival Challenge is basically a giant game of Nerf Tag, but um, very similar, very much like HVZ, as everyone kind of knows, but it is the intensity is cranked up like times 10 and it's a you have to survive for three days all day all night there is no safe zone there is no you know really like most people say there's no sleep (laughs) you have to worry about shifts and everything and so you play the whole game and while you're completing your missions completing your objectives you're having to survive through all of this and get your food uh get your ammo mission objectives and etc while defending yourself from uh the opposing faction so i think you mentioned a few things in there already but are there any other ways that your event is actually different from you know the typical hvz event that people might be familiar with uh, yeah, I mean, as some HVZs also do, but we have also indoor outdoor play. Um, and as I mentioned, like this is a 24 seven sort of event where nothing is safe. And with a lot of I know HVZ events, it's very much like, you know, you can kind of leave the area and reset or you can go sleep and have a full, you know, eight hours rest or, you know, whatever you may need. And this one's a little different. And also the the intensity of the game is increased. So it hits at the skill level of puzzles and strategy and everything, and it combines it all into one. So it aims at 
all different sorts of players. So your your holdout players, your run and scavenge players, your I'm just here to have fun players. It encompasses all of that into one play. And while doing that, you also have then the encouraging horde or the opposing faction um, doing the same thing on their place. And it's in a privately owned campground. Um, so you don't have to worry about other players coming in and interfering with anything um, or maybe losing your stuff despite your own, you know, I just forgot I left it here sort of thing. And so it's very, very intense, very immersive. And uh, our game is very fluid as well um, in terms of you decide um, your own adventure. So kind of very open world like and you want to, you know, build more of this object or you want to get more down this road, then, you know, you go ahead. You don't really want to. You want to just, you know, over here and shoot and stun people or tag them or whatever. Then you can go ahead and do that as well. So it's very much a choose your own adventure and and you make the game sort of thing. As well, another thing that we have different is we supply all the ammo for the players. So no one brings in their own ammo. So one that takes away our problem of anyone modding or or having something in there that could possibly hurt someone. And it also adds a very unique aspect to our game in terms of it's very much realistic in that terms of in the real world in an apocalypse, you don't know how much ammo you're actually going to get. So, you know, you got to one, make the shots count. And two, you know, you got to decide, am I going to share my ammo with my buddy? Am I going to hoard it to myself? You know, am I going to unload on this person because it feels good or am I actually going to conserve? So it's a very different aspect that we have seen it change how the game plays and how our players play the game. So it sounds like it's a lot more like a simulation. And instead of the typical HVZ game where you sort of get told, okay, here's what you have to do to win. And you kind of get funneled towards some specific objective in your game. It's a little bit different, right? I One of the things you were mentioning to me earlier was that the NPCs actually um, you have to interact with them in order to figure out, you know, what your options are and kind of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The way we're developing this game, the way we've seen a lot of other like typical, like as you said, HVZ games, it's very gamey. It's very much, you know, let's go here. Let's do this thing. Everyone gather for your briefing and et cetera. And we're wanting to make this more, I guess, realistic. And as you said, simulation like and, and immersive. And so our NPCs, we won't necessarily have you gather around, but we may, you know, take you and be like, hey, there's something kind of intense going on over here. We should go investigate. And if you want to start down a, a mission line, you can start down this mission line, which in turn requires us to create a lot of missions. And we do and are known for having a lot of missions in our pockets and a lot of things that the players do not even touch into in their gameplay because in case they wanted to go down that rabbit hole or down that line of missions, and they could. So that's that's one of the things that is I think sets us apart as well is it's very much a do what you want and to do it, you got to actually go out and, and do it like you would in the real world aspect. And we, we keep a lot of real world aspect things of is this object, you know, something that I may want? Is this person somebody I should talk to? He seems kind of bad. Let's figure out more about this and, and investigate and learn. And yeah, like you said, very realistic, very simulation driven. So it sounds like uh, a huge source of inspiration for this. Uh, and maybe this is true. Maybe it's not. But it sounds like one of the sources of inspiration is like the Bethesda games like Fallout and Skyrim, because one of the things I really like about those games is the fact that, you know, you you can talk to someone and they can sort of give you a mission, but then you don't have to do it. You can kind of wander off. You can just go discover locations or find other things to do, or you could go do some other mission. Um, and so it kind of sounds like this is along those same lines where 
you sort of get approached maybe by NPCs or you can approach them and you can be given certain tasks, you know, assigned things, but you don't necessarily have to pursue that. It's kind of up to you what you want to do with the information. Yeah, very much so. Like we kind of sat and looked at, because I mean, a, a lot of people, me especially, and a, and a lot of the people on my team were, were very much big gamers. And I think HVZ like games and, and like for our game and, and especially people like taking a video game and making it a real life, you know, I get to play this out sort of thing. And the biggest downfall with a lot of games that I've seen is they get kind of pigeonholed into a certain type of play style. And I think as as we as my team sat down and talked, we wanted to make it very much available to all sorts of players. Um, and if you've heard of Bartle's Taxonomy, that's one thing that we kind of heavily emphasized our stuff on, which um, we, we've talked about it. Our team has talked about it. I think we posted some things about it, too. But it's basically it's a it's a study that was released about the different types of players. You know, you have your people who like to just hunt and kill. You have your people who are there for your social aspect, as I said, and you have people there that are for the exploring and you have people there who are to achieve and get the missions done. So we try to encompass every player and in all that sort of realm. And I think to do that, like you said, those type of games like Fallout, like uh, Borderlands, Skyrim, uh, maybe even Minecraft, if you wanted to get into that. Um, I think they opened that possibility to happen. And so we took that in, in hand and in mind and created our game as similar to that as we could as possible. And also within our games, we have very much like them ways to build and with our props and stuff like increase in tiers like skill trees and stuff like that for example like we we had a prop that you built it great now you can find more things to add on to it to make it easier and better and more survivable and less likely of you having to sit here and puppy guard it so to speak so you're pretty spot on <laughs> that's that's really cool the the whole thing about you know building the prop but then being able to upgrade it and maybe change its characteristics that's pretty awesome and then another thing that you were telling me about um, speaking of props is you happen to have a lot of your your props that are in the game are actually functional they're not just like okay you know I I do this now like it actually works right can you tell us about some of that yeah correct uh, playing my games I always you know you get those cardboard boxes and you're like these are lab equipment and I like to build and I, I like to paint and et cetera. And so I like to make things look as real as possible. Well, we have actually worked at getting real life props like labware. And I mean, if you when we say gather the 500 mil ball flask, we mean get the 500 mil actual, you know, lab glassware. We have like, for example, something that's also kind of neat about ours is, you know, our technology. We have like key cards that you have to actually, you know, find the key card, scan the key card to get into the door. And and it's a real key card. It's an actual, yeah, it's a little, you know, your credit card, you know, hotel key card that you would use to get in to um, a door. And it's not something that like the facility that we're at already has. We've We've got a really great crew that actually creates those um, and, and does all the the circuit work and wiring and that it's beyond my expertise. And so I'm like super thrilled about them and stuff. But we have very interactive props and uh, that are either moving mechanisms or that you actually physically build yourself unless obviously something is a little bit dangerous, in which case we kind of help you build it or whatever. But our props are very much a realistic, you go and get whatever it is that is mentioned, and you don't have to actually kind of play make-believe with it. Now, the obvious exception to that would be you're not playing with real guns. You are playing with... Yes. Nerf blasters. Yeah. No. Yeah. We are not playing with real <laughs> real guns. That is a negative. We do allow realistic painted 
painted here um, and, and, and everything. And we do allow all the modding and stuff. Uh, we do have FPS uh, limits and et cetera on it. But yeah, not real, not real guns, Nerf blasters <laughs> and socks. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of your crew that you were mentioning, what, what is your role there again? You're the head administrator. What does that mean exactly? Basically, what it means is I am the person in charge. I am the one who, if anything goes wrong, it's going to fall on my shoulders. If anything goes right, yay, go team. But I helped create this game basically, and I I had a thought about it, and I wanted to um, create like like what we've said is a game that you can go out and you can fight and you can survive and and push you yourself to the limits and etc. And um, I met up with uh, my best friend Don Ben, who is one of my admins, and I sat and talked with him like what was this? It was about five years ago, six years ago. We were still in school, <laughs> and. We sat and I, I said, hey, I have this idea. Do you think it would be something that people would be interested in? And so we kind of developed some missions and stuff. And uh, we had to we had a little bit of problems getting a location open and available for us. And then with about three years ago, about three and a half years ago, I finally got the gumption to just like, hey, I'm going to try this and see how it works. And we just went forward with it and slowly developed a following now. And we're just making it just taking it on the run and making it bigger and better and just pulling it out of its infancy. That's pretty awesome. And now now, as far as the actual event when it's running, um, do you actually participate in the event in any way? Me, like in particular, no, I've never actually been able to be like an actual player playing through the missions and stuff because I know them all. But I have been an NPC per se that has helped play through it and etc. And I mean, I don't get any more sleep than the players. I think sometimes I get less sleep than most of my players. But uh, I myself haven't actually got to play it. But as an NPC character, um, I have gone through and and helped a tag or, you know, help, you know, prevent somebody from getting tagged. The the sad part is, yeah, I, I absolutely love to play my game. And I, it's something that I wish, you know, and I hope somebody else would like to create something like this because I would be more than happy to help them create something similar and in, in all the different hiccups that we've gone through at um, doing something like this. And so I could play. But uh, no, I've never actually truly played it without having any knowledge of anything that's going on. Well, hopefully that, you know, that can become a reality at some point in the future where maybe, you know, maybe it is your event, but uh, maybe someone else writes everything and and you actually get a chance to play. Right. (laughs) I I do have more questions for you about the event. But before we get into those, um, we have a quick word from our sponsor and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by NordVPN. While using the internet, we all generate mountains of trackable personal data that's used by corporations, governments, and online predators to learn all sorts of things about us and invade our privacy. I use NordVPN every day on my computer and smartphone to protect my data and maintain my privacy online. You don't have to be a bad guy to value your privacy. And with NordVPN, you don't have to be wealthy either. For a limited time, NordVPN is offering my listeners an incredible 77% off the regular price when you sign up today. Stop gambling with your online privacy. Sign up for NordVPN right now and get 77% off the regular price. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash NordVPN. That's foamcastradio.com slash NordVPN. Thanks to NordVPN for supporting Foamcast Radio. 
All right, everybody, we are back with Bethany Fields from the Weekend Survival Challenge. Now, Bethany, a minute ago, we were talking a little bit about uh, the, the the event, and I, I was just wondering, how long have you actually been doing this? How many times have you have you put this event on? So this game in particular, um, this will be our third year setting up and playing this game in 2019 will be our third game. Uh, we started it in, what is this, 2017, if I'm correct? Yeah, 2017. I've been doing and playing a bunch of games like this, though, like, for example, HVZ, for about eight years now, and have been involved with around 25 to 30 other games, like HVZ games, and um, that's about how long I've been in and around uh, this sort of sport, per se. I mean, hobby. I think it's a sport. <laughs> awesome. And then normally in your past events, um, what's been your normal turnout? How many participants do you normally have? We started off our first game with around, let's see, about 40 people. And this second game, which was our most recent game in May, we had about 65. So we're slowly growing. Um, we're hoping to reach around uh, 100 people this year, break 100. If we can get any more than that, even better. Um, and we're slowly developing a bigger following as we, uh, like my players and, and, and me in, in particular, go out and start talking about it and get it drumming up. So the more, the merrier. And with, you know, so many people potentially participating, um, you must have a pretty sizable team to deal with all this and make sure everything runs smoothly. Uh, about how many people do you have involved in that? In my immediate team, I have about um, eight people helping me develop the game. In the overarching scheme of everyone that will be helping the game run, we will have about 20 people helping our game stay afloat, <laughs> per se. And that's NPCs and everybody? Yeah, that includes, so we have what we call our admins, which is our creators. Um, and then we have what we call our mods, which help us do the refs and everything and, and do our NPC um, assistance and, and et cetera like that. Uh, another thing I'd like to mention is that our moderator apps are up. So if you would like to, or if anyone listening would like to be a mod for our game and help us out with building and, and, and keeping the game up and running, go check us out and, uh, and apply and we will be more than happy to meet and talk with you. That's pretty awesome. Um, it, it sounds like quite a challenge, but it also sounds like you guys are up to it. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're pretty crazy. <laughs> So we talked a little earlier about what makes your event different from other typical HVZ games. Now I want to shift it a little bit and ask you, you know, between previous events that you've run and this next one that you're doing, what has changed or what new elements are you bringing in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We um, are definitely bringing in, we, we've slowly introduced the tech thing, as I've said before, but we're even going even bigger. We are going to have like a lot more technology-based props and things like that to be more interactive from anything from, like I've said before, like the key card aspect to having our computers that you have to find passwords that you have to, quote unquote, hack through um, to figure out information. There's a few other tricks we have of, let's see if I can even, how much I can truly spoil. But I'll definitely say just our tech for sure. We'll just go with that. Um, and then as well as our, our fluid gameplay, um, we're even delving more into the aspect, like we've said before, of having the interactive NPC with the players and the players truly set what they want to do. So that's, that's definitely something that we're going at and we're making everything a little more dynamic and, and even higher intensity, but having the fun aspect of it all maintained there. I think that's something that we've been really focusing on keeping that balance because I think if you get too much into your intensity, you lose the fun. And if you get too much in the fun, you're like, well, 
why I, I wanted something to be challenging per se. And um, so it's, it's coming out with that balance for sure is what we're looking at. Yeah. And it's definitely a fine line between, you know, you nobody wants to go into an event like this and end up just being killed. But at the same time, they want to kind of feel like, you know, they were in danger, but they survived anyway. So it's definitely a fine line. And, and uh, I, I wish you all the luck in the world and actually, you know, getting that, nailing it, getting it perfect for people. Um, it, you know, this is all super exciting. And I know that people are going to want more information. Um, this is happening in Augusta, Kansas. And uh, do you guys have a date nailed down for your next event? Yeah. So yeah, we have a date May 24th through the 26th. That is Memorial Weekend. That way everyone kind of has a day to recover because I know I need it and I know a lot of other people need it as well. And so that it will end up starting in around mid to late afternoon on the 24th and it'll last through um, early afternoon on the 26th. Awesome. And if people want more information or want to be able to follow along with what you guys are doing in the meantime, um, what are some ways that they can do that? Yeah, we have um, a lot of different social media um, avenues that you can go down, um, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, um, as well as our YouTube, which is WSC Weekend Survival Challenge. And last, uh, our other big one is our Snapchat as well, is WSC Events. And you can find there we give you updates. We give uh, Easter egg and clues and hints. Um, it's very interactive and we stay on top of it with um, talking and, and, and involving our players as much as possible. Awesome. And so people are definitely going to want to check that out if they're going to be involved or, or if they're interested in it. So we will put the links to all of those in the show notes. So head over to foamcastradio.com and uh, check that stuff out. All right, Bethany. Well, this has been super fun to talk to you. Before I let you go, I have one question that I ask everybody uh, who comes on the show. And the question is, what is your favorite blaster that you've either played with or even just that you've seen and wanted to play with? (laughs) Oh, I have a lot. (laughs) But let's see. So my favorite blaster would probably be the one that's been with me the longest, which would be my Power Strike 48. But the blaster I really want to play with and actually do want to build is what's called the Hurricane, which is the rival Zeus that's been modded to basically be a nemesis. And a lot of people ask me why I would not just go with a nemesis. And one, because I'm a smaller person. So having this ginormous blaster on me is just not functional for my speed and everything. So that's definitely the new blaster that I'm looking at right now. Well, plus it's a great conversation starter when people see it. So, Oh yeah, it looks so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, those are both great options. Thank you so much for talking to me today, Bethany. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com. We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio. Hi, I'm Ryan Engelstadt, licensed therapist and host of the Best Medicine Podcast, a show where I help people normalize conversations around mental health. I know firsthand how hard it can be to talk about these issues, but there are resources out there. If you're having suicidal thoughts or even just wondering what it would be like if you weren't around, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. 
Once again, I'm Ryan Engelstad at the Best Medicine Podcast, and I'm here to help too. So if you want to reach out to me through my podcast where I answer listeners' questions, you can find me on Twitter at EngelsRye, that's E-N-G-E-L-S-R-Y, or through the Anchor app where you can leave voice messages for my show. Thanks for listening, and thanks for taking care of yourself. All right, so before we um, start getting into the meat and bleh, see, I told you I would, I would have to redo <laughs> it's it. It's all good. Get, get around now. Yep. <laughs>